You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey, friend. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. So today we are talking about limited versus unlimited resources. And specifically, we're talking about time and money. So a lot of times we talk about money in this limited fashion as if there's only so much money to go around and we act as if we have all the time in the world. But in reality, the opposite is true. The only truly limited resource we have is our time. Once it's gone, it's gone and you'll never get it back. Money, on the other hand, is unlimited. There is so much money all around us and there are so many ways to make more money. Money and time are related. So most people trade time for money by going to work to earn money, right? They spend their time at work and in exchange for that time, they receive money. But just like we trade time for money, we can also trade money for time. Part of that is the financial independence piece that we've talked about before. So you manage your money in a way that you can use some of it to improve your own financial position. And eventually you get to the point that you no longer need to spend your time to earn more money. Another part, though, is paying for services that free up your time to do other things that you need or want to do. So a common example of this, for those of us who are parents, is paying for childcare so that you have time available to work or go out with your partner or go out with your friends. And so when you're thinking about how you're spending your resources, you want to be more mindful of how you're spending your money and how you're spending your time. So thinking about that relationship we talked about. In the last few weeks, the subject of how much time we have left to live came up three times. It was in a devotional I did on living in the present, a motivational YouTube video I watched, and a book I read called The Joy of Missing Out by Tanya Dalton. All three broke it down to how many weeks we have left, but the YouTube video went on to analogize the time we have left to money in a bank account. So for example, let's say you have 50 years left to live. There are 52 weeks in a year, so that's 2,600 weeks. 50 years feels like a long time, but how do you want to spend those 2,600 weeks? If you had $2,600 to your name, how would you manage it? You'd be a lot more careful with how you spend that $2,600 than you probably are with the way that you spend your time. That analogy was really eye-opening to me because it's so true. We spend our days as if we're going to live forever And we waste a lot of time living the lives we think we're supposed to be living rather than the ones we actually want. So when you think about the life that you want to be living, your money, this unlimited resource that you have access to, can help you to conserve or to spend your limited resource, your time, in the way that you want to. So now let's talk about this point about money being unlimited. 
We think about money as this finite thing in our lives. This is how much I make, the end, right? But there are so many ways to get more money. I used to sell stuff we were no longer using online. My husband got a second job at one point. When you hit certain metrics at your law firm or within your company, you might get a bonus, right? I started a business while I was still practicing and I was making more money that way. In each of those instances, it's trading more time for more money, right? But the key then is what you do with that money. Most people view money as a way to buy more stuff. So we get more money and then we go spend all or nearly all of it. So we're in this endless cycle of spending more time to make more money and then spending that money on more stuff and then spending more time to make more money and so on. A lot of people think about it this way. So if this is you, you're not alone in that. And of course, we all buy stuff, and I'm not suggesting that that is bad in and of itself. But what if you shift your view of money so that the primary purpose is not to buy more stuff, but to buy more of your time? When my husband and I were trading more of our time for more money, we weren't using that money to buy more stuff. We used it to improve our finances, which has ultimately led to us being able to have more control of our time and spend more time doing things that we want to do. So let's look at this. Paying down your debt decreases your monthly expenses because it decreases the amount of money that has to go out each month. So my minimum student loan payment was almost $1,000 a month. My husband's was about $3,500. So that's $4,500 a month that we no longer need to cover our living expenses now that we've paid off those student loans. Looking at the minimum payments you have, if they were lower, you could have more money available to accelerate your other financial goals. You could take a job paying less. If your firm or your company offers a part-time policy like my former firm did, you could take advantage of that and spend less time earning money because you need less money to sustain your minimum living expenses. You can also use the money that you make to invest. So rather than spending it, putting it to work so your money makes more money, which also helps you buy back your time. This is the whole premise of retirement and the financial independence movement, right? When you invest your money, which you may already be doing through your retirement accounts, like if you have a 401k or an IRA, sometimes my clients don't realize that's investing and they feel like they need to get into investing. Like, no, you're already investing. That's investing. But when you invest enough money, you get to the point that you no longer need to spend time to make money which most people aim to do by 65 years old. But even before that point, you may be able to free up some of the time that you would spend earning money actively because you have money coming in from another source, like from these investments that you've made. Also, some people are aiming to hit that point before traditional retirement age, right before age 65, and so you can do that as well. Another way you can trade money for time is paying for services that allow you to free up your time to do other things. So we talked about the child care example, but there are so many ways that you can outsource things in your life by giving a little money to be able to have that time back to do what you want. There's nothing wrong with doing that as long as you fit it in your budget. I've talked before about how after we had our second child, we were struggling with cleaning our house regularly. We used to get up on Saturdays and clean the whole house. And after the second baby, we were exhausted. And I mean, we were exhausted with the first baby too, but I feel like the second one just takes it to a whole new level, you know? And so we hired a cleaning service and they come every other week 
And it has been the best investment that we've made because we used to spend most of the day trying to clean the house on Saturdays. And when we hired this cleaning service, they clean it top to bottom in legit like two or three hours and they're done. So we get all that time that we were spending cleaning to spend with our kids, to relax, to hang out with each other, to do other things that we need to do. And we are willing to trade that money to get some of that time back. So often, especially when we start paying more attention to our finances and managing them better, we become so focused on holding on to every dollar and trying to always do the most efficient things with our money. And that's not to say that that's completely bad, right? Like conserving your money is great. Making sure you're being more intentional with your money is great. But you also want to make sure that you're looking at the trade-offs between hanging on to that money versus spending some of it to free up some of your time. Because as we've talked about already, time truly is your only limited resource. So if there's a task that you don't particularly like that you can outsource, it doesn't hurt to at least look into how much it would be to have someone else handle it. People at work have been telling me for years about having people come in and clean their houses, and it seemed like such a foreign concept to me. I thought that was something for rich people and I wasn't rich. And actually, I was feeling quite broke in those days. Like I felt a lot of scarcity around money, which stemmed from the way that I was thinking about the debt that we had and the state of our finances. And so I never even bothered to look into it. I felt like we were doing fine with cleaning at that point anyway. But when I actually looked into it, like when it got to the point that we were having trouble cleaning regularly, I looked into it and I was surprised to find that it's actually pretty affordable. Like if we had looked into it sooner, we might have done it sooner. So if there's something that you may want to outsource, get some actual data on potential costs, right? If it works for your finances, there is nothing wrong with making that investment to free up your time. All that said, let's be more mindful of the way we manage our limited time the same way we're being mindful of how we manage our money. Money is much more available than you might think, And the way that you manage the money available to you can lead to you freeing up more time or it can lead to you needing to continually spend more time to make more money. If you'd like to learn to manage your money in a way that leads to freeing up more time, I am here to help you. So just head to rowthomas.com slash call and let's schedule some time to talk. All right, so that's it for this week's episode. Come connect with me over on social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Thomas and Instagram at I am Ro Thomas. Subscribe to the show and leave a review, both of which help more people to find it. And please take a second, think of a friend or two who could use this information and share this episode with them. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently, week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.